Climb Out Digital, episode number 54. We're in the middle of a pandemic, a lockdown, social isolation, but we're talking about technology on the Climb Out Digital campus remotely using Zoom as a connection between me, Bernie Gobank, and Frank Murphy, FM Fitness. We'll talk about a little bit about career and media, and we'll name drop Gary Vee and DTNS, John Wall from Marketing Over Copy. Looking at ideas like for registering a trademark, like Notorious has done, and a little commentary from Frank Murphy, who has survived at least three weeks now of remote learning in this emergency mode. Okay, off we go. I'm here with Frank Murphy, who you can be found. How, Frank? It's FM Fitness pretty much anywhere? FM Fitness, um, double underscore, uh, on Instagram, and the same on, the same across Twitter okay. and other social media. But if I, know, if, I, if I run across to, say, YouTube and I looked you up, would FM Fitness work, or does it have to be a double underscore to, to, to find you there? I know, it's just Frank Murphy on YouTube. Okay. Um, my, my page will come straight up. So did, have they given you a channel name, or is it uh, just you're searching for Frank Murphy and then... If you just go directly to YouTube and search my my name Frank okay. Murphy, I'll be the I'll be the first name All that right. comes up. That's that's powerful because I, I I've gradually gained enough subscribers too actually that they recognize mm. my name as, as the the one it's searching. And uh, how many subscribers did you have to get to get that status? Once it went over hundred, yeah. it, it was like it kind of started doing that. So Frank, I would like to talk to you about some stuff that relates to a blog post and that relates to media opportunities, especially about getting paid for it and advertising for it. And then a little, a short little outtake about a question for you specifically about surviving this inadvertent remote learning status and what you've done with it. But go first. To, I'll go first to the question that you sort of raised, which was. On the back of a learning objective that we had, which is to to blog about COVID nineteen, and you would ask the question about to improve your blog post. I mean, could you share something with us that that actually says, okay, here's what I mean. I'm looking at the at the blog post. You basically COVID nineteen changing the world. You you have some stuff that relates to somebody who might be a marketeer or an advertiser or someone involved in personal brand identity. I like all that stuff. Here's my answer to your question, because I know you're an expert. So you have, you have more than an opinion. You're actually using fitness as a more than a lifestyle uh, option, but actually as a practice, which could which could put you in a place where people want to take your advice. Because I know that I would say, could you could you operationalize this or could you personalize any one of those main categories that you have with a, with an experience based uh, recommendation or observation? And the first thing that came to mind when I read it was that okay. You know, Frank, Frank, I'm hearing about the state of Georgia that's allowing gyms to open up now and for, for uh, people to be on the same gym equipment and be maybe side by side on treadmills. That probably would relate to something you have as a personal concern. I would mod it with some kind of maybe special paragraph, perhaps at the top, with an image which shows you in a workout post saying, hey, look, uh, right now, the social environment that a lot of people want to go to in the in the space of uh, fitness or or personal uh, aerobics training, they're all constrained by rules we're observing to keep people at a distance and to maybe higher level of sanitation, uh, personal you know hygiene factors. Um, I would put that in there. So that's the only comment I had when I saw it. Make sure there's some sort of an image. I think the image you have is from Medium, which is good. Uh, that image didn't push all the way across to the blog feeder that I was using, blog reader. So uh, anyway, to answer your question, I would personalize a recommendation, personalize an observation by putting in the blog post because the peop- you are the voice 
Uh, ultimately, when someone comes back to reread you or listen to you or view your video, they're doing it for you. They trust you. You're in their ears. You're in their focal point. You're, you are the one that they are going to spin to, scrub to, swipe to, and tap onto because they know you, Frank. So I'd add that. Okay. So second question. You, your question was creating a career in media. The first thing I thought about was you. I went to you and said, okay, what do you, what do you have and what are you sharing? Which is good. Okay, then I went to a profile and said, there's stuff, snippets you have that should go to profiles that you find easy to use or that other people interact with you on. And what I've discovered is tedious. What I discovered is you're going to have some people viewing you and commenting on and, and talking back to you on YouTube. You're going to have some people who like Instagram stories. You have some people that really don't want to leave the familiar environment of Facebook. So you end up having to maybe cross-pollinate a lot of places without looking like you're spamming them or being too much of a vanity thing. So if yeah. I were you and you're doing this ready and you're interested in creating a career in media, I would look at people who are at the top. You're already looking at Gary Vee. I would not make myself an apostle of any of the people that I'm showing you. I would simply, uh, with somebody ask for an opinion from you to say, so where'd you hear that? Being able to name drop is important. And then the other thing is this. If you're semi-complimentary without looking like you're a total pimp, Gary or any of these other people that I'm will show you here, they'll reverberate, retweet, and they'll connect with you. So Gary Vee is one. I like the Daily Tech News Show. He's Tom Merritt. And the thing, the reason I like him is because if I clicked, if I had it set up, I'd show you. If I clicked inside of his Patreon group, it's amazing. I mean, $15,000 a month from Patreon is what he's getting. I would connect with, I would follow marketing over coffee some of the stuff they do directly relates to the curriculum you're on uh, it's the data science of marketing advertising communications speed talker john wall is one guy data scientist chris penn is the other they've been around since 2004 they get they get some really good interviews and they actually answer questions you don't know you should ask about how to market and stuff i would listen to some of the stuff kara swisher has she's interviewed gary v at least three times her interviews with him are really interesting so, like, Gary's already in your thought space. If Kara or Scott Galloway come into Gary's thought space because they interview at, at three, it's a 301 conversation, the learnings that happen are really, really good. I would listen to the Host Red Pod Save America ad because Host Red ads pay the most for you. The presenting sponsor of Pod Save America is ZipRecruiter. We've all had to adjust to a lot of changes over the past few weeks especially business owners and those looking for new opportunities. As you know, ZipRecruiter has always been dedicated to providing innovative solutions to help make hiring or finding work faster and easier. And now more than ever, they know how important it is to connect people with the work the world requires at this very moment. From delivering food and goods to building and distributing medical equipment and so much more, ZipRecruiter is focused on putting people into the roles where they're needed the most. They're teaming up with government officials, the healthcare community, and the manufacturing, transportation, and food distribution industries to help these places find the right people for the right jobs right now. So, if you need to hire quickly for your team, or if you're currently looking for work, especially in any of these areas, let ZipRecruiter help. Let's work together. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash work together to learn more. And that's, those are my recommendations. So I like they're pretty much your influencers, or yep. people who are creative, they're doing it right. They're, they're in a space which aren't, that's, it's not necessarily your thought space, 
but they're in a space where you can learn from them, and I think that's really, really good. Besides Gary's name, had you heard any of the other, had you heard any of the other ones before? This is the Daily Tech News for April twenty second, twenty twenty. I'm Tom Merritt. Yeah, I'm familiar with Daily Tech News show. Okay, I'll give you I'll give links to all of them. I mean, those are just the top of my head. They're, they won't work yeah. for you now. The, the key, what one key thing I will say is this: you probably know. I'll go to the third question that you were asking about, which is advertising 2020. Tough, really yeah. tough. So the simple answer is a John Wall, Chris Penn answer, which is if you want to be on our show and we get, we get 40,000 downloads, uh, but they have that based on the fact that they've been doing this since 2004. So if you want to be on our show, we'll work with you at a quarterly basis and they have a rate card. Rate card is pretty much industry standard. It's either 40, 50, or $60 per thousand of downloads. Uh, it, when they do host reads, as opposed to just saying, go to this link and here, get their 15% off. When they read about what the thing is, and they're doing like LinkedIn learning and something else right now. When they do the host reads, they're getting paid like $70 for every thousand people that listen to that host read. Providing it's in the middle of the episode. Advertising, in a nutshell. Sponsor, get get a sponsor because otherwise you're going to be chasing your tail. Try to get a sponsor who will pay you more than two or 300 bucks. So maybe you're looking for a sponsor that'll pay a thousand to three thousand euro. Spread that out. Buy a rate card that goes across a quarter or two or a month or two. So like you're not have you know, someone's going to agree to pay you the money. Perhaps they forgive you a third of it up front, and then what happens is it's uh, beneficial to you and beneficial to them. Chances are a sponsor likes your stuff anyway. So it could be someone dealing with gym equipment. Could be somebody dealing with nutrition. It could be a really good restaurant that, that, that likes your stuff or you like the, the proprietor or the chef and, and whatever. And finally, uh, just to reemphasize it again, host read promos in the middle of a mid-roll, a host read promo are much more effective than ad rolls at the top or the bottom. And in fact, automated ad rolls top and bottom may put people, your competitors, in front of your own message. That's my take in a tough advertising market. I have one question. Yeah. I see Gary V is doing things like he has a company called 137 PM. It's basically just a publishing brand yeah. that is just like a news media outlet. I'm wondering how important is it to actually register it as a as a legit business for other people to actually work with you? Oh. Like right now, I think you should find time to go to revenue, probably in Fairless, establish a sole trader identity, get your tax clearance certificate, uh, use that to go to the local enterprise office, get your 20,000 euro from them to explore whether you can have a successful brand. So to answer your question, yes, register, be legitimate because that tax clearance certificate will get you into places you don't even imagine exist burn through somebody else's cash if you can as you're as you're learning the ropes slash buying equipment or doing things like that and then uh, yeah trade as an entity so there are guys in the states i follow who have at least three companies so that you'll be, you listen to them talking about the thing that they're doing right now and they have a second company that maybe is the thing that relates to the books or the ebooks or the special publication have and they have a third company which is event management that's a lot of stuff to a lot of plates to spin. But the people I know that do this in Dublin, I know this one guy, when I knew him, he had five companies. And he'd have one build the other, build the other, build the other, build the other. He'd have his web devs were in one company. His video guys were in another company. His content people and, you know, booth babes were in a third company. And whenever they had an event, one would build, the other one would get, and it just, he could 
nobody was making a profit, which means he pay, he's paying like no tax. And but the products kept getting better and better and better because the better they got and the more listeners they got or the better the event that happened with the greater footfall, the higher the rate card. So not everybody does things that way, but I've been part of companies that have been only one of a three. You know, maybe you didn't want to hear me say all that stuff. You know, the, the, the thing I started with was, yes, please register an identity, plan to pay some tax on it or declare it, get good at it, so that then you have that, the magic thing for Ireland, if you're gonna go after a grant or work with a big um, government entity is, do you, are you tax compliant? You say, yeah, and now you can claim back all of that. You know, at the very, very minimum, you can, your next car can be your company car. This is something you may not wanna take on as a student, but you might, you might have the headspace for it. And you say, to get the business card to say, you know, Frank, FM Fitness TM. So that's the other thing I do. I, I register. You can register a trademark without registering yourself as a company. A sole trader is different than a company. At the moment, I'm looking into starting a clothing brand. I have a Shopify yeah. um, account and things like that, and I'm I'm trying to get my head around registering a business. Good. Um, and and all that sort of side of things. Good. Look at the Irish documentations for trademarking the word Frank Murphy. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, it'll be stupid. To, it'll be a stupid time. Typical kind of thing is someone will hold you hostage to your own name. Oh, my God. It's really mind-wrecking to think someone stole my name. It's worse than identity theft. Because they can go to a court of law and say, we're registered as Frank Murphy. That's our brand name in three different continents. Your man over there in Ireland's, you know, passing off as. And you'll say, wait a minute. Back in 2020, that was me. That was I was there first. You say, yeah, but you didn't register, Frank. Sorry, and then, and now it has to. You have to pay an attorney to kind of prove the point that you were prior art. It's it's oh so yeah. upsetting. I saw it. I saw it happen with Conor McGregor. There was actually yeah. he his 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 clothing brand McGregor was actually be, being used. I think in Germany, yep. the notorious. I think was being yeah. used. He had to change. Originally, he wanted to call his whiskey brand uh, the notorious, but then he had to change it to Proper Twelve because the name was already yeah. being used, and there was some discrepancy there. Well, I mean, sometimes it's not hard. It's not someone actually brand jacking you. You know, they they actually existed before you had the great idea of making yourself Fran Murphy, Frank Murphy, you know, yeah. uh, to get paid for it all. The easiest thing you can give, do now, I think, is to go to some, go to like Kit and de- deconstruct all the stuff you have in your video arsenal. So I bought this cable, I have this mic, here's my pop filter, here's my cloud lifter. And so you can get an affiliate link on the back of Kit. I mean, you put whatever links you have in there have those affiliate links going to Amazon, set up with amazon.com an affiliate account, and it'd be something like fmurphy-21, and then put that on anything at all that you share as an Amazon link. But some people set up a, an account on something like a .link account so that they can say, hey, uh, you, you may be interested in what I'm doing to get my lights or you know the thing I use for my kit bag and my car for all my workout gear or this special bottle that I have. And you have these affiliate links. And some people will say, yeah, hey, uh, we'll give you 15% for everybody you send to us to, to buy a, a bottle, you know, to buy a, a, a one liter water bottle. So, hey, you got them. You got the money going in there. Now, in the, in the short term, the local interest you might have available might be some of the running or cycling advocates are going to try to do something this summer 
with the like the Carrick cyclers, there'll be a, several hundred cyclists coming through tip, maybe. So I'd say if, if keep your antennas up. If you want to work with these cyclists with video work, so like what I'm thinking about doing is setting up a fabbing a rig that allows a uh, 360 camera, a video camera, to run on one of the bikes. So get a series of 30-second clips. So the bike would be overtaken by about 30 cyclists. And you get these really cool 30-second 360 videos. That's one thing that we may do with these guys. Another thing we may do is some drone footage of, of tight turns and gradual ascents and, and a really interesting landscape footage. So if we do that, all of a sudden there is some company that may pay you to do a event organizing for video capture or for post-production of some of the assets. Uh, it might be, they'd say, yeah, Frank, uh, we'd like you, we'll pay you to get interviews with the following five people, people who we think are going to win, and you just ask them about what gear they're wearing, what, uh, what water what supplements they're, they're using, uh, what kind of meal that they eat before they get on the saddle for the, the next 100-kilometer high-speed sprint. So now it's you, Frank Murphy, asking really good questions of people who will sometimes share a pro tip that they don't mean to. So I'd say to get paid, you may discover a local interest will pay you for a special skill. And it might be your interviewing skill. Or it might be the fact that you're a personal trainer that will work for them. And some GP says, hey, we need you to get more active, combat some of the heart disease issues you're going to have. So here we go. Go contact Frank. So to get paid, go to local, I guess what I'm saying. Uh, exercise your own skills that have a passion with it that you that you yeah. currently do it and you'll have a result and if you want to work the cycling thing i'll set it up and explain more about it but i think you have fun with it you, you're more than just a fitness guy i mean you can do content but you're in a program of high level bsc where you're producing stuff along the way and you're getting better at it every episode so hey okay so frank can i get from you information that you have or ideas you'd share about uh, surviving in a realm of emergency remote learning. What has worked for you? It has worked to, I suppose, plan what you're going to try and get done during the day um, and, and try and achieve that goal And because it can you can easily become distracted okay. throughout the day are you, because, you're at, because you're at home. Are you using something that's simple analog or um, well, like any meetings that I have coming up, I'll be notified through Outlook. Okay. Then I'm like, in regards to projects, I just have a notebook where I'm just highlighting things that need to be done are most important. Can then, you snap a picture of some of those pages that aren't going to be compromised? Yeah, no, I will, Because I mentioned yeah, the yeah. color scheme. Are you actually sticking with a color scheme? And you do have some kind of um, iconography that says... Okay, this is yeah. a tick off list. This is a thing that has a pinpoint on a map, or this is a. Uh, yeah. Some people use like um, a miniature clock to say, okay, this is definitely a deadline. So, like, uh, just share those raw notes if you don't mind. Snap and share and pop it to me somehow, and you know, yeah. or or make it a freaking LinkedIn post saying, look, little things got me th- get me get me through this. Comes back to having a rational plan in your head, and then the other thing I mentioned is how often do you review that. Because I have conflicts that happen. Like right now, real world conflict. Before I started this call with you, I should have gone outside and erected a play, um, a soccer net that had fallen down so the dog didn't get out. <laughs> so like there's a pre-show thing uh, checklist. 
that I should run that I'm getting better at doing. Uh, the same thing for you. I'm sure uh, there's something about the time of day or the end of day or the middle of day that, that gives you a sense of, com- of completion. You ticked it off. Or a sense of awareness. Oh, my God, this big hill climbs coming up with some big things I got to do. I'm going to break down some of these things before I get caught out. So um, if an element of within that project book is based on icons that tell you about sequences, specifically chronological sequences, I'd be really interested because I know that's what's causing some people issues with the programs that I have them on. They, like, they look at it and say, I don't know where to start. And even though I've tried to break it down by test, I don't know where to start, is what they say, and they don't begin. So anything else that, that you do, that you pass along? Because some of this stuff's really simple. I mean, you're getting rewarded for your organizational skills, and what you know is there are people around you that don't have those skills. I suppose in regards to like the tech that I'm using, I would have kind of known about that before from my my expeditions on YouTube, trying to figure out what I what I can use. But like the see this this mic that I'm using, I, I previously used it for uh, a podcast that I was posted to an audio platform at one stage before I bought another microphone. But if I am to use a much higher quality microphone that I have in the Shure SN7B, I'm going to need to get a cloud lifter because they need phantom power. Mm -hmm. If I just get like a connection that goes from the XLR to the USB and goes into the laptop, it's not going to work to its full potential without the phantom power. So I'll need to get one of those before, before I do anything if I'm going to use it with something such as Microsoft Teams or Zoom. Mm. At the moment, the Shure SM7B is being plugged into a Rode Rodecaster Pro, mm. and that delivers phantom power on its on its own. It's a it's a you know it's a it's a kind of post production. It, right. it, it, well, it it right. produces it while you're recording it. So, do you know the Shure X2U connector? All problems solved. You can use a thin ribbon, cardio mics, dynamic mics, condenser mics, any mic with it. Amazing. Now, you can't use a standard USB mic. It has to have an XLR connection to it. So it, can, it goes from an XLR mic, providing whatever power it needs. You can turn on or off phantom on it, a little button. Uh, you can listen to it with gain switch through it. So you listen to your headphones, and you can adjust the gain on the mic. Amazing. Okay. I'll get one of those. Uh, I would recommend you buy it from Toman. You know them? Yeah, yeah, Toman. That's where I got the. Yeah. That's where I got uh, pretty much. That's where I got the yeah. Shure SM7B and the mm. Rodecaster Pro. Yeah, Toman delivered the headset I'm currently wor- using in three days. Very good. <laughs> could, yeah, they tell you what, what headset is uh, that? This is an old. This is a Sennheiser. I, I've got it yeah. for the. There's a removable moves here, and I have a miniature boom mic that attaches to it, mm. which I should be using. Yeah. Um, mm. An interesting video I saw I'm on YouTube is it's because I was looking at podcasts that are like high up mm. and there's a video on YouTube something called something like Joe Rogan's equipment yeah. and it goes through every, yeah. everything that Joe yeah. Rogan uses yeah. um, to complete his whole podcast. But again, everything I think is it costs yeah, yeah. a lot of money for all his equipment, but it is, it's very interesting to see how he does it. Yeah, so what you need to do is get the local enterprise board to give you the 20,000 euro <laughs> to buy your studio. Uh, as an aside, something I want to do, I, I got to do this. I got to uh, have a space that people like yourself can use in Questum. So I'm thinking of basically a studio, good lights, yeah. good lights, 
green screen on one side of it. Um, you can bring clients in there for interviews um, yeah. and whatever, because you're not the only person that would use that. You know, a lot of people would use it. And now all of a sudden, you could see the equipment being used in the right way, and you could say, okay, I'll, that's what I'll buy. But we need to do that. Because there's people just like you in the hallway that, you know, there's, uh, they're using mini tripods and small um, handsets, you know, phones, to produce content. And the content's okay. Yeah. But, like, you yeah. could take the, you could take a, you could mash that up. Like, do you know... Do you know Susie Krupa? She's in fourth year GAD. Does hula hoops. Ever see her stuff on Instagram? I don't. Yeah, I mean like, uh, her stuff with hula hoops and your stuff with fitness, nutrition, and goal setting, uh, I mean, it's a really interesting symbiotic relationship. I mean, it's, she's good at it. And she has a backbeat that goes with it and you know, looks athletic and has the moves and all that. I mean, it's a combination where the where dance studio meets yoga meets fitness. It's really interesting. Anyway, uh, the point is, she would probably be in that studio with Beat Saber, doing Beat Saber with, you know, an aerobic routine. And then that would lead to somebody with a yoga mat. Anyway, uh, Frank, you have anything else for me? Um, no, that's looking good now at the moment. So I'm really happy to have joined up with Frank. Uh, we are, we have recorded this episode of uh, Climate Digital using the Zoom recording session is during a period of remote learning, teaching and learning on the Climate Digital campus. You can catch up on more things that people are talking about, like, for example, emerging trends in games and tech, but just ask us Spotify for, for that. There is a um, way of pulling down this content by using Spotify or using Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's all part of an Educasting in Ireland project that we're working, ways of exploring creativity meeting technology. Thanks for listening to this episode of uh, Clama Digital, and we'll be back next week for another high-end exploration of how things work and how to make it work better for you if you're new to the realm of um, emergency remote learning. Bye for now. Bye.